babies, etc., getting thirsty for us. Um, okay, uh, Everett, um, since you wrote it, um, what inspired you to, uh, set it during the revolution? You know, I don't know what it was, uh, that inspired it. I can tell you, I was sitting at my friend Bill's house, and I was, uh, sitting in his, uh, his upstairs, and we were getting ready to uh, go to a performance of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that I had written for him. And we had talked about doing Cyrano. We had actually just watched Roxanne the night before. And <laughs> I was like, what can I do to make this different and yet still keep the, the essence of the story? And I knew that I was writing this for um, a very small community theater on a commission at first and I didn't know if they'd be able to pull off an assortment of French accents, you know? Mm. Um, large cast, 10 characters, I didn't know. And I was like, well, I can set this in America, but I still want to keep Cyrano French. And so you hired an Englishman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With a really like good French it. accent. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sometimes I just thought the Revolutionary War would really work because it was a time when, when France was really working closely with America. I was reading a book uh, about Lafayette called Lafayette in these United States by Sarah Val. And I think it was just kind of a culmination of these different factors. I, I think it's, I you did a great job. It's it's really a good script. Well, it comes from, as I, my writer friends and I often joke about, sometimes you gotta, you gotta cut your wrists and, and bleed on the page. And when we're talking about the insecurities and the, you know, hiding behind the computer and all that, and these are all things that I, I'm sure other people can relate to, but I know that I can relate to. And so a lot of my own insecurities were poured on to the page. I was cutting my wrists and bleeding onto the page. Yeah, I understand that completely. Um, Ray, this is the first Sherry's Playhouse you've directed. Did you enjoy it? It was, I did enjoy it to a degree. To a degree. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was scheduling everything out, and uh, that that was probably the most difficult thing. And when I had the fewer cast members, it was able to actually put some input into it to, uh, that uh, I felt was necessary. But I have to say, you guys made it easy. You were great all the way through. And that, that, I, I don't have a lot of words. <laughs> but uh, you guys were great. And it was a lot easier with you guys knowing what you were doing and doing what you were doing. It made my job a whole lot easier. 
Well, I think that's I think that's wonderful. Um, I I think it's interesting uh, what you were saying because you know, as someone who has had to uh, do scheduling, that that is not my favorite thing. <laughs> and it, it was sort of well, nice to pass it to someone else uh, when I told uh, Ray there about were, there it. There were many nights I wanted to uh, go out and tip a few. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, when I was telling Ray about it and stuff, when when we were discussing him directing, he said, you sound way too enthusiastic about handing it over to me. I go, yeah, I'm really excited about that part. Yeah. I understand why now. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's like... But, no, I had I had a great time doing it. it it's like a so. giant puzzle you've got to put together, and you got to be really delicate. Um, but like I, I, as I said, the cast, you guys are great. So. Okay, so now I'm going to go through the cast and uh, ask each of you about, you know, your part and all that. Um, so I'm going to start with Charlie, who plays Cyrano. Um, so why don't you tell a little bit about how you feel about the part and and working on the show and this particular adaption? Uh, well, um, gosh, I wish we'd had these questions in advance. Um, well, it's <laughs> lovely to be back at Sherry's Playhouse after uh, two or three years or something. Yeah, it's been a while, Charlie. Together. We've missed back you. In the day and, uh, yeah, and uh, well, I, yeah. Um, so there's that, which was lovely. I spent the first month of rehearsals uh, in completely different time zone in the UK. That did not work out. Uh, as for the part, well, what fun. Uh, when you first emailed me, Jerry, um, my first concern was how, how does one do the French accent without sounding like an outrageously French comic caricature? <laughs> yeah, no, you sounded like... You sound like the candlestick in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, you know, we've been taking the piss out of the French since uh, the Norman Conquest. You know what I mean? <laughs> we have a, a long, long history of that. Um, hard, not to slip into parody one, maintain a sense of this sort of a comedy. Uh, I mean, it's a very funny script, ever it's not at the park the yeah, aspect um, comedy not least and uh, what, what was the question how did you feel about this adaption well I think I just said it's excellent yeah yeah cracking superb and, and you like being back at Sherry's Playhouse right I do it's been very it has been lovely actually uh, having somebody to talk to yeah I know. Uh, <laughs> it's always nice to have somebody to talk to, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, Charlie. Uh, next up is Ariel. And she plays... Why, hello. Hi, Ariel. Long time no talk. <laughs> I know. It's so strange, like, not having you part of the rehearsal process, but it's great to be back on the show. I know, I know. Uh it's been weird. Um, to explain to the audience, I had a couple of writing deadlines, and I'm still working on one of them, and I had to 
focus on my writing. I couldn't do chatting with Sherry and Sherry's Playhouse and write. I found that out. So um, Ray, gentle, a gentleman, came and said, yes, I will do the direction. Um, I have been part of it in different ways as a producer, but no, I haven't been in rehearsal very much. So it's really great to hear everybody. <laughs> okay, Ariel, why don't you tell us a little bit about your character and from and Roxanne, right? <laughs> I forgot her name. No, we recast her. I love that we kept the two lead characters' names. Uh, I'm not sure who else was in the original version. Um, I know definitely not George Washington. No, George but, was uh, not in it. Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Christian. Christian was in it, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yes, I, as Roxanne in this version, I'm a, the niece of a, a council member of Congress. Um, and, she, you know, of course she falls in love with Christian, but she's not actually falling in love with Christian. She's falling in love with Cyrano's words. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a comedy of errors, I guess. Yeah, it's actually one of the first serious yep. comedy of errors. Not serious, but you know what I mean. Um, other than after hmm. Shakespeare uh, and Molaire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But um, but did, did you find it? Uh, I mean, it's a different kind of a role for um, for oh, people because sure. she's such an intelligent yeah, no. woman, and there weren't that many intelligent women in theater back then. That this was written that way was like whoa. Right, <laughs> she's uh, she's looking for her match intellectually, and uh, she thinks she might have found it in this gorgeous young man, but uh, well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Uh, okay. Um, let's see, next up. Um, Hugh, you're playing Christian since you've been brought up such a lot. Why don't you uh, tell your part? What do you think about it? I am. Th thank you for having me on, Sherry. I, I play Christian. I'm a captain in the uh, in the military and the uh, aide de camp to uh, Cyrano. I'm extremely handsome and uh, debonair, but I'm not necessarily the uh, the brightest uh, bulb on the tree. So, uh, it, as far as the uh, as this uh, take on Cyrano goes, I, I think it is very enjoyable. I really I really had a good time playing this part. There's a lot of comedy involved in it, and you know it's it's kind of understated, but it, it's pretty funny, and I enjoyed it a lot. And I think this uh, this is a really nice adaptation. It was a great group of people to work with on this, and I had a lot of fun, and I uh, appreciate being on it, and I hope to do more. Uh, I'm I can't wait to hear. I mean, I heard you guys before, but I, I'm really looking forward to hearing you in the final. Uh, rehearsal and recording, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> so, um, okay, so next up, I'm trying to go boy, girl, boy, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Is that an order of your children or what? 
Well, since I don't have any, no. Uh, unless you're talking about my cat pie. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Liz. So, um, I'm sorry, Liz. I can't. Hello. Hi, Liz. Long time no talk. Hi. <laughs> um, what's, I forgot the name of your character. I'm sorry. Uh, Beth. Beth. Why don't you tell us a little Another bit about. Another derivation of the, the name Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Beth and how you feel about the adaption and how you felt about doing the show? Oh, I love this adaptation. It's really great. Um, um, I have seen Roxanne, and it's long been a very fun favorite of mine. I love Steve Martin very much. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I, Beth is uh, Roxanne's best friend and really wants the best for her, but I think she also, Beth also really wants to be the matchmaking heroine of the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we'll stop at nothing to make sure that uh, Roxanne realizes that she's actually fallen for Cyrano and not for Christian. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think she does a good job of that. She's, she's rather insightful, I think, although at first she does get caught up in the hotness that is Christian. Um, but she comes to her senses and uh, helps Roxanne do the same. So. It's a it's a good role. It's fun. I think it's great. Um, yeah. And and you this is a different kind of part for you for Sherry's Playhouse. Have you been yeah. enjoying it? Yes, very much. Yes, it's a very fun part. Cool. Yep. Um. Thank you. I'm, I and like I said, I miss everybody, so I'm going to say that probably a lot. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh. Next up, Jay. Hi there. <laughs> Hi, and I forgot the name of your character too. <laughs> Jibeth. Jibeth. Also known as Jibeth, mm. the Marquis de Lafayette. Which is like a really cool character to have during the Revolutionary War. Oh, he's a lot of fun. Because he paid for it. <laughs> so you're rich. You're rich, you're no. soldier, you're nice, you're... <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take rich, I love that part. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's fun being on this, you're in the role, you're being over here because, you know, you know, the, the Lafayette was here during the Revolutionary War trying to help bring the French over and aiding with all that, and all of a sudden getting to be, you know, Cyrano's best friend. I mean, when I first read this, I'm like, well, who is this? And I saw the Marquis de Lafayette, I'm thinking... Like, really? I had no idea that Lafayette's first name was Gibert. And then getting to go this thing and the back and forth that I get to do with Charlie is so much fun because he has just been so fun to work with. And then, of oh. course, I still remember that care that question you asked me a couple months, a few months ago, which is, can you do a French accent? Mm -hmm. And my response was, well, I will. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I, I studied best I could. I got into books. I got into videos, learning everything I could. And I was really lucky that one of our other ladies on this cast is actually a French speaker, and she spent a couple of hours with me one day, and she really helped me work through so much of this. And I'm just so appreciative to you, Mo. I mean, just thank you so much on everything there. I've had the best time doing this role, and one of the big things is remembering to keep my microphone muted because when I'm listening to some of the other characters, I'm, str I'm struggling not to laugh out loud at them. I'm enjoying the whole play so much. 
Yeah, that's a very important thing to yeah. stay muted. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. But but unmute when you're supposed to come on because that's really important. <laughs> that's why I have all my lines um, highlighted so I can see they're coming up. I look over to unmute. Uh, the audience won't know, but this is really serious because a lot of times, uh, because we're we don't see each other, we're going by cues by strictly by line cues. Uh, people forget to unmute. Or <laughs> technology gets persnickety and won't unmute. <laughs> yeah, that happens oh, yeah. too. It gets stuck. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, that that is uh, when I w we were doing this live, it was hell. Um, <laughs> so that's one good thing about recording. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, thank you, Jay. Uh, next up will be Mo, Jay's French teacher. Hi, Mo. Long time no talk. Hi. Hi there, no long time, no, no here. <laughs> oh, we're going southern, are we? <laughs> well, you know, Margaret May, she is. Now, if you want to know anything about Margaret May, Margaret May is the great-great-grandmother of Blanche De Devereaux from the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Matter uh, of fact, that's exactly where I got Margaret May from. I was like, who is that shallow and is sexually frustrated, you know, in this whole past, and needs someone who's strong and silent so that she can be the one in charge? Well, guess what? Yeah, it was Margaret May. So I think that, like, deep down, she's like a part of my soul sister right there. So don't tell my husband. It's funny because <laughs> Rue was not from the South, but when I, was, when I did my One Golden Girl episode – she talks southern all the time. That was all, she did. She did not talk her normal way at all. She was always talking like she was from the deep south. So, I I don't I it, it was amazing. <laughs> I uh she was that was the way she worked. Yeah, um, but you do a good accent. I mean, if you're being uh, bland, you're doing right on. <laughs> Well, thank you. Matter of fact, Jay and I have talked about this. He's like, you know, you're doing that right. And I'm like, yeah, just like butter. Mm. <laughs> and how are you? That's right. Yeah. Um, okay, so how do you feel about the adaption? I love it. I, I really do. Uh, I I read the original Cyrano. I was in community theater, did that one. Uh, when I was much younger, it was just part of the, of the, the, I guess the chorus cast. But I love this because the characters are so colorful. And I know it's not just the characters, it's the actors that really bring them to life. But they are so colorful. And I love the fact that it's set in the Revolutionary War. So we get a different take on it. Like, you know, what, what would happen if it came over here to the, to the States? Well, you know, we have to have a little bit more bravado as George <laughs> Washington right there. So, uh, but I, I, I think it's fantastic. I think Everett, you did a, a beautiful job. I agree. Oh. I agree. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next up will be, let's see, Everett. You're playing Georgie. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and what's the name of your other character that you're playing? I am also playing Johnny. 
Johnny. Yes. Johnny. Johnny, George. <laughs> Johnny is not very bright, but he's funny. <laughs> yeah, get... the scene, yeah, that scene is the most um, heavily inspired by Steve Martin's Roxanne yeah. <laughs> out of the whole whole thing. Um, and when presented with the opportunity, I jumped at it. Uh, it's a fun little role. There's not much to it, but um, it's it's yeah. He's he's dumb and he tries to start fights that he can't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. He sure does. Uh, and how do you like <laughs> playing Mr. Washington? Um, it's a role that I didn't think I'd ever get to play. Um, that I was, you know. Uh, writing this, um, I sometimes look at different characters in there and go, oh, I can play them, or I can't play them, or that sort of thing. And Washington was certainly one that I was like, I'll never get a chance to play Washington. And and I was okay with that. Was, um, but then when Ray suggested it, I was, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say no to this role, <laughs> because I think what I do with Washington it kind of, you know, we capture a lot of the comedy in the show, but also the heart. And he's kind of the, the, the catalyst that, that brings everything to a head is, is coming onto the scene. That's true. <laughs> Definitely a catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Janae. Our narrator, I and I remember that it was a very good cherry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? Haven't talked to you in a long while. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. And are you enjoying doing narration? You haven't done that in a while. I haven't. This is the first time I've narrated one of the uh, plays. Oh, I thought you did one earlier. No, I I've. I've been a cat, I've been a dog, um, <laughs> and I've been one of the characters, but this is the first time I've heard it. Yes, she's <laughs> our resident animal. <laughs> uh, in fact, we just, re we just reprised um, uh, the, poop, I forgot the name of it, the tail, um, that Lee and, and Dan are, yes. And um, yeah, and she was a cat, which really started because I kept doing the cat during rehearsals. Yeah, because I do a pretty good cat myself, but she was a she does a much better cat, so I cast her. Yeah, I, I'm really good at purring. That's one thing I'm not good at. I can do the meows and mews and all that, but I can't do the purring. <laughs> See, she's really good. Uh, <laughs> so, have you enjoyed doing narration? Because it is different, and it is an art. Uh, so, you're the one who yeah, holds everything together. This is a little different than the uh, narration in the other plays. It's more like beginning and end caps, and sometimes just announcing like the, ch the chapter title, so to speak. Um, so, this is a little different 
than our radio plays narration normally is. Um, but yeah, I've been having fun with it. Cool. Uh, let's see. And last but not least, in the actor part of it, Ray. And I forgot your character's name too. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Jack. And, and you're, I, I actually. Am, and you're Johnny's buddy. <laughs> I'm well. We're brothers. Brothers. Brother. Which is really fun. And I'm Jack the smarter of the two. Nicknames for John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the smarter of the two brothers, but not by that much. <laughs> I, I really, uh, to, to say that I'm the smarter of the two, yeah, well, and he's not too bright either. <laughs> but, but that's okay. Um, we're, we're sort of the uh, Tweedledee and the Tweedledum of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Um... So did you? Did we don't know what we're getting into, but we get into it anyway. Did you? Yeah. What, now this is a question I have because I know I've directed. It was it weird switching back and forth between acting and directing because you can't really hear yourself. So it's like, I, and it's all your voice. Um, was it? How did you feel about doing the directing and acting, even though it was a small part? Well. And I've never been in that position before when I've, I've directed live stage. Um, even though I have, serious, there's been times that I've seriously considered it, considering the fact that, oh my gosh, we've got actors that aren't here. Um, but it is one of those that, yeah, I uh, scared the heck out of me. <laughs> I know how you feel. I, I, I don't, I, I really don't, when I, I see uh, actors that uh, direct themselves in film, I sometimes don't quite get it. I, I'm going, that's, uh, that's dealing with uh, too many variables, so to speak. Well, they have an advantage yeah. because uh, thanks to Jerry Lewis, they have a playback in the camera so they can see uh -huh. what they've done. So unlike us, we do not have a playback. We don't know what we've done. We have to go and right. ask, is that okay, everybody? No, but Ray hasn't, Ray hasn't ever, he's not afraid to say, I'm really fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I get a full critique when we've worked together and, Sometimes it's scary. That's why I feel like I can get away with what I say to him when I say things to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to mention that this is going to be, um, we have a award-winning uh, composer doing the music, David Raikman. Um, he's actually done a theme for Cyrano and a theme for Roxanne and some really gorgeous music for the interplay. Um, uh, I don't, did you play any of it for the cast, Ray? No, no. Uh, Why would we share that with the cast? I mean, right. no. <laughs> well, it was just one of those frivolous things out there. That, uh, yeah. It's 
it's really beautiful. His work is just stunning. At least I think so. I don't know. Uh, I know Ray and uh, Everett both have heard it. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's and wonderful, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just really beautiful. So I didn't want to not mention David because he's really being kind to help us out, and we we all appreciate it. <laughs> Question for you: What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five. But if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.